Hello, Internet. This is Neil with Geek Fanthology. What you are about to hear is not one of our standard episodes. Not that we really have recorded any standard episodes yet, but this is not going to be our standard format. This is what we are going to be calling Episodes of Opportunity. Um, I was at a convention the other day, along with uh, Ben, and we took the time to record some things. Uh, so what you're going to hear is a mix of interviews with random people, as well as our thoughts, and, uh, and a little bit of stream of consciousness from me. I hope that you enjoy what you're about to hear. And, uh, yeah. On with the show. Hello, this is Neil with Geek Fanthology, and I'm here with... Larry Lytle of GeekyCool.com. And Mr. Lytle, I just want to ask you, what does the word geek mean to you? Geek to me means a, a person's intense feelings and views of something in particular, some sort of fandom, Star Wars, Star Trek, comic books, but it, it's almost an obsession with that is what a geek means to me. It also has to do with kind of that lifestyle of I don't really care what other people think because I am proud that I'm... I've got this fandom that I love, or numerous fandoms as I have. So that's what geek means to me. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. You're very welcome. So I'm here today at uh, the Springfield, uh, Springfield, Missouri Library Con. And Ben's there in the background. You might be able to hear him, but I thought maybe we'd do a little thing where I just talk about what I'm seeing. Call this maybe a... Uh, Stream of geekiness, solo, just me talking. I love conventions. Um, there's something really kind of magical about them, especially when they invade normal spaces. Like right now, here we are in a we're in a library, and there are people in this library that have no idea what is happening, and that's always magical to me. You get to see the sort of the convergence of two worlds. I'm walking past a full-size TARDIS and a bunch of people arrayed in various Hoovian uh, accoutrements. I see a guy dressed up as Deadpool talking next to, talking to a, to a Joker at the main entrance. And we get people who never seen this before, just walking in and getting these wonderful looks of like, what the hell is that? And it's just amazing. So, always, always love seeing that sort of thing. And you get this at any convention you ever go to. Because even if you're in a convention center and you're out just talking to, you know, you're, you're in sort of an isolated area, there's still bleed over. Because the convention center always is close to restaurants and frequently public transportation. So you still get to see things like random Deadpool and Joker eating lunch at a subway. And, you know, just your average... Average Joe's working there, getting to see it too. 
and just experiencing the mildest of invasions into their world. I'm walking around the library right now, so you're going to hear sort of an interesting general soundscape. Just walking, wandering the stacks. <sighs> I grew up in a library. <laughs> Anyone who tells you that the American Library is dying, by the way, dead wrong. Because they're vital. If I hadn't had unlimited access to, to a library when I was a kid, then I would not have been, well, I would not have become the insane, wonderful person that I am. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, support your, public, your local public libraries, please. Libraries are super important. And people tend to disregard them to a certain extent. I think greatly to their to their detriment. And we hit some people who weren't happy about it, but really just sort of an interesting situation because you get different people appearing and yeah there's going to be some incidental voices in the background I did not obtain release for your voice if you feel I have done you disservice please contact me if you ever find out about it now normally libraries aren't as loud as these as this one is right now I think sometimes it's a good thing to have a little bit less silence in the library. Which, as a complete aside that I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole too far of, very good episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, but yeah, seeing everyone walking around, half the people just looking there's a Casey Jones talking to a family of four I think they're asking him what the hell's going on <laughs> interesting first episode I know we hope to have a more basic uh, more formulaic first episode uh, soon Ben's mom is uh, currently still in recovery from having a knee replacement, so he's been holed up in Oklahoma for a while, so it's a little hard to get him down for recordings. He's actually at this con today, at Library Con here in Springfield, Missouri, um, which by the time I say, by the time this video goes up, video, geez, no, it's not a video, it's a... Uh, <laughs> It's a recording, it's off the cuff, it's not scripted, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> By the time this uh, recording goes up, it'll be long over, too. <laughs> but, you know. It is what it is.
the American Public Library. There is so much to, to love and to treasure here. There's access to books, to other people. It is a gateway into the world of the erudite and the learned. I, I, I extol you, please. Visit your local library. Get a library card. Check out some books. Find out what events they're, they're holding. Because the library is a center for community. And admittedly, right now, the convention, library con, it's going to be attracting people that probably spend a, spend a fair bit of time in the, in the local library. Because that's... What you do when you're a geek? A lot of the people that I grew up with, <laughs> when I was in, uh, when I was growing up in the library, <laughs> was uh, like-minded individuals. People who also loved Doctor Who and Star Wars and Magic: The Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons and things along those lines. And we bonded over that. Now I'm getting strange looks from people walking by. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? Yeah, just uh, recording a podcast. <laughs> they don't want to talk to me. <laughs> don't blame them. Oh... Stormtroopers walking around. Not enough for a full episode, I don't think, but maybe enough to still put up on the site. Call it a stream of geekiness, something along those lines. I don't know. I travel with my with the microphone most places, so I hold on to it, and we can can be so that, uh, you know, if ever the something strikes me to talk about, we can do so. So this is uh, Neil at LibraryCon, Springfield, Missouri, signing off for now. <laughs> Bye. And I'm going to say hello, this is Neil with Working Theory Productions Geek Fanthology, and I'm here with Michael Orphan today, and Michael... Um, what does the word geek mean to you? Well, the word geek means to me uh, uh, just fun to be to have to be free to, to enjoy fandom in the way you want. Um, it involves a little bit of uh, you know hard work because you have to try to maybe like for example I'm in cosplay right now, so mm -hmm. you got to uh, acquire all the items for that. But just to have fun to uh, enjoy oneself. Uh, in a specific fandom, for example, I am a Doctor Who fan, as you can tell. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, th that's that's what it means tr truly to me to have fun and to share share one's fandom also with with others. Excellent. I see you, and yeah, you are dressed as uh, as Tom Baker, the fourth Doctor from uh, Doctor Who. 
Uh, did you make your scarf yourself, or did or did someone make it for you? Uh, my wife made it for me. So she, I actually had a, uh, a, a different one. I did not bring it today, which was not as accurate as this one. Um, that was made many, many years ago, but my wife made this one recently. So we, the colors are a little bit closer to the original. Perhaps not, it's not an exact replica, but it's, it gets, it gets uh, most people a smile from people, you know. So it's all good. <laughs> fourth, the, the scarf is always the most important piece of the of the fourth doctor. Well, thank you very much, Michael, and uh, in, and enjoy the rest of the convention. I shall, I shall. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is Neil again at LibraryCon here in Springfield, Missouri, and I am with Anthony Hunter. And uh, Anthony, I just want to ask you the same thing I've been asking everyone else: What does the word geek mean to you? Uh, geek is, but the way I define it usually is just somebody who's into pop culture and comic books, movies, video games, all that kind of stuff. It's like, I remember growing up, everybody would use nerd and geek kind of the same way, but I see a nerd more as someone who's into technical stuff, and geek is just someone who's just as obsessive, but over just silly things like comic books and movies and cartoons and that kind of stuff. Um, I know for me, that's that's what I'm into, is a lot of cartoons, a lot of car comic books. Um, <laughs> I don't know. All right. <laughs> well, thank you very much. And uh, you uh, apparently have a website. I'm going to go, go ahead and plug that for you real quick. www.silencesillies.com. There will also be a link to that in the description of this podcast. So uh, thank you very much, Anthony. All right, so you've done a bit of walking around at Library Con. You've interviewed some people. You've heard those with my awkward introductions each time. And it's really kind of interesting. Um, the library has pretty much been overrun with, uh, with geeks and their various mm, associated existences. I've been trying really hard to find someone who isn't at this library today um, because of LibraryCon and is also willing to let me record them, and I haven't found anyone like that yet. Uh, a few people I have asked um, have just sort of glared at me because they feel as though we are invading their space is really kind of the vibe that I got. And honestly, I kind of agree. Um, I love the idea of the library con, but it is very loud. And there's one thing about libraries that is, that is sort of the universal constant, and that is that they are not supposed to be loud. They're supposed to be kind of quiet places, and... This isn't a quiet place right now. This entryway is crammed with probably more people than fire code is uh, designed for, and people are being excited about it all. I can't blame them. I mean, any normal con would be this, this would be business as usual. And it is always kind of a trick to find a 
quiet corner to be less whelmed. But at the same time, it's kind of interesting. I think this is a good thing, though. Gets a lot of people into the libraries that may or may not actually be frequently involved in them. Gets more people into the libraries instead of having them sit at their computers quite so much. That's just sort of interesting. Not exactly sure how I'm editing and cutting this together. We'll see, but uh, not sure whether you're going to get whether I'm going to hear the, any of this part or not. So, and I'm done for now. All right, and this is Neil. We're back. We are still at Library Con, and now I am with uh, Phil. And Phil, thank you for uh, thank you for taking, taking the time to be interviewed today. Um, so, asking the same thing I'm asking everyone else: What does the word geek mean to you? Well, I mean, just looking around here at all the, the varied interests represented, all the people uh, here to represent their favorite fandom, learn more about other fandoms, just inclusion, diversity, um, just celebrating something just unabashedly, you know, being proud of who you are. Anything more? Oh, I mean, everything more. We've got <laughs> Doctor Who here, we've got Star Wars, we've got uh, uh, some great fiction I'm looking at, uh, stuff for sale. Lots of cosplay. I mean, there's so many ways to represent being a geek. It's just hard to pin it down to one thing, but it's all cool. Well, thank you, Phil. Absolutely. All right, this is Neil. I'm here with Charlene. And Charlene, uh, you came here not really knowing, not, not really knowing fully what to expect on, uh, um, with the with the library con. Uh, what is your uh, what's your take on things? How are you enjoying yourself today? I'm very surprised. It's a lot of fun. Everybody, there's different characters, people dressing up. Um, I can see this becoming even bigger than what it is. I agree with you there. So, um, so what was it that uh, that made you decide you wanted to come to this event today? I have two boys that like Comic Con. They enjoy the Big Bang Theory. So yes, immediately as soon as I saw the advertising, I thought of them. <laughs> Well, I want to thank you for uh, for for thanking them. Are they here today? Uh, my youngest is, yes. Oh, that's nice. Um, so I, I I'm sort of getting the idea that, that you're a little bit sort of outside on this sort of thing. You don't you don't uh, participate in this sort of event very frequently. Is that correct? Correct, but it might change. This is actually really kind of cool. <laughs> well, I'm glad to th I'm glad to hear that. So. Uh, so is there anything you'd really like to be like, I, I, you were just amazed and surprised that this was happening, or like uh, anything, anything specific you wanted to sort of like be something, something you want to point out as, as this stood out to me? Chewbacca. Yeah, that is amazing. I, uh, if only we did, uh, we did pictures or anything along those lines, but that's a different release form. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's a guy walking around in a full Chewbacca suit that's like... He's like, yeah, he, I'm pretty sure he's wearing drywall stilts because he's like eight foot tall. <laughs> All right, well, is there anything else you'd like to share with the with our audience of however many people end up listening to this, Charlene? I seriously recommend coming. This is a lot of fun. All right, well, thank you, Charlene. This is Neil with uh, Working Theory Productions, and we're signing off for now. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> All right, so, um, Geek Anthology. 
uh, episode zero, because I really can't call this episode one. Um, because call this it's episode negative one. <laughs> well, no, episode negative one was the was the Eroth Chronicles that we recorded that no one will ever hear. Gotcha. This one I actually plan on uploading. Um, so that's episode zero. Yeah, this is episode zero, because episode one I want to be actually of the theoretical traditional format that we haven't established a tradition for yet, but uh, <laughs> but we're planning on. But I have a but I have a tradition in my mind that this is not. This is also episode one of, of what I'm going to be calling episodes of opportunity, where because I'm a geek and care and take the microphone with me all over the place anytime I'm going to be at geeky things, um, I may record thoughts and. Etc. and post it as small episodes, thoughts, streams of consciousness, what have you. In this particular case, Ben was uh, Ben and I were both at Library Con. Uh, ben was selling. I was uh, watching the selling. Mostly watching the selling. I, I wandered about Library Con for a bit uh, and enjoyed myself. But I actually really enjoy kind of hanging out around vending vendor tables and watching it happen. Always have so. Uh, what were, your, what were your impressions of the phone then? Well, having been there last year, uh, this year it was a lot bigger. Um, I mean, last year everything fit in that one little section leading up to the uh, little bistro. The entryway? Yeah, the entryway. You had all of your artists uh, and all of your authors in that one room. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And the panel was the next room over. Um, this year, man, it, just, it, it took over the entire library. It was all over from what I could see. Yeah. yeah so it was, it was, it was taking up a, a large chunk. I mean, you we weren't we, we didn't extend into like the reference section. Maybe next year. Um. <laughs> <laughs> One can hope. <laughs> have to have it two have to have it two to different locations. Yeah. Um, it was, and I'll I'll say I as having not attended last year, I did uh, I did enjoy it for what it was. Um, mm -hmm. I was not expecting it to be big and expansive and you know, like I was not expecting it to be like Vision Con or ASTL or Tokyo and Tulsa or anything along those lines. Right. And as a result, I was not uh, I was not disappointed. I think Wookie had it in his head that it's going that it was going to be more grand than it was, um, which is why I think he got bored he got bored and left early. I'll have to check with him. Um, right and um, yeah and the, the thing is I mean it is a library con it is free. Uh, mm -hmm. You're, you know, they're not, they're not paying anyone to be there, um, and they are limited with their venue. Yeah. You know, uh, as to who's going to show up. And also, you do have, I mean, also, it's, as you said, it's a library, and they have to also be able to sort of maintain at least a certain amount of traditional library business. The con really took over a lot. Of, like, even when I got out into the there, there was not a quiet place with uh, like what around one or two when every when the con was really kicking. Mm -hmm. um, there was not a place in the library where there was quiet in the library. Um, yeah, the only time it was a little I, atypical for a library. Right. The only time it got quiet was around two when they had the authors panel. Yeah. And that was because all the yeah, authors, was in the panel. Yeah, <laughs> all the authors pulled all their you know all the people in the area into the panel. Yeah. Um, now last year they had about three hundred people. This year, I'm I'm going to say easily six six to nine hundred. Oh, I would I would uh, I would agree with that. Uh, it got to the point where that entryway you had to 
you have to say, excuse me, pardon me, coming through, pardon me. Yeah, and that's just walking shit. <laughs> yeah, I was just walking through. Um, even leaving, um, at the end of the day, it ended at five, mm -hmm. we packed up around five, and we left around, what, 520? 2530, yeah, something yeah. there. And we were still in a packed hallway. Yep. Um, because it didn't, it wasn't lighting up. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, it, well, was, it was lightning, but it was not yeah. hugely, especially since at that point, also all the uh, everyone who had had displays, etc., were trying to get it loaded up and way. Yeah, and we were trying to push a big old cart through that. Um, Pull, yeah. pulling the cart. Pulling, pulling, <laughs> pushing. Yeah. You were doing the heavy labor. I was, I was walking through, you know. <laughs> Come, my yes. Everybody move! <laughs> You're playing Sherpa guide, <laughs> pack bear. But, uh, yeah, I was glad to help that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean this this year was bigger than last year. And yeah, yeah. I could see easily 600 people going through there. Um, I didn't, you know, I didn't see what I see in a lot of cons, which is people making two and three circuits. You know, I mean, yeah, I would see a few people, you know over again, but it wasn't constant. Yeah, I think I was the only person who was doing that. By the, by, the, by the time I was finished, everyone had seen me a number of times because I was walking circuits. Yeah. But at the same time, I was also trying to hunt down people to interview. Pester and harass. I managed to find a single person who had come to the con not knowing what it was, but but did know that it was happening. Mm -hmm. That was the closest I could get to an outsider's view. So, uh, if uh, depending on where I put that in, in the audio, because I haven't decided how the, how I'm cutting this episode together, now everyone's getting to know the inside scoop. Um, either we will hear that after this, or we will hear that before this. Um, I'm probably going to have some closing thoughts and remarks that I'll end up recording at the end too. Um, but now that you know the inside tricks, we're going to have to find you and kill you. Well, either that or ensure your silence in one way or another. <laughs> Blackmail, you know. That type well, of you know. I just, uh, I'm in the soul collecting business. There is that. You are, yeah, you are kind of a ginger. Um, <laughs> so, okay, this is an interesting thing because you're looking at this from a kind of a neophyte's perspective as a, you know, as a, on the, on the selling side. Mm -hmm. What did you pick up? I picked up that a lot of, uh, that a lot of salesmanship isn't actually selling your book. Like, it, it's, it's saying this is my book mm -hmm. and you should buy it, but mostly it's actually about, at least as far as how you do it, it is about interacting with people and making them buy into you as a person uh, so hopefully they buy into your book or look you up later or X, Y, or Z. Right. It's really about getting your business cards out more than your books sold. Right. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and, and it is about getting the person to talk to you about what they like. Mm -hmm. You know, getting your stuff in front of them, but also at a certain point learning to shut up and let them read the back if they picked it up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> once, once they've reached out and grabbed it, you know. You talk, yeah. hopefully you have other people in line so you can talk to them, but right. not at this con, unfortunately. Well, even really then... kind of trickling around you. Yeah, even then, people feel like you're starting to ignore them and use the opportunity to slip away. Um, so what did you see about the other uh, the other con sellers? Um, 
I wasn't paying nearly as much attention to them. Um, the, it was it was generally uh, frequently the either it was the same uh, brain finding word um, approach. <laughs> right. It was the same approach, or um, there's a couple people there were a couple people there that were either burnt out or disinterested or something mm. because like. Uh, leather goods. I looked at a number of things, picked them up and looked at them before anyone even said a word. Right. Um, now I think they were distracted because they were trying to find business cards, but still yeah. there's not even, like, I had looked at a couple flasks and a watch and everything else, and of course I felt bad because I was looking at everything and had no money to buy anything anyway, but... Uh, Oh, but that's that was beside the point. I was I was looking at things that I was interested in, and then fishing for business cards so that I could because hopefully people you know, if if you're at a convention, you either have a brick and mortar storefront that you are doing a remote on, or you have a, or you are selling out of your house or some or you know something along those lines. Right. So I was looking for a way to get in touch with people. Once I have money again, if that ever happens, uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's this, I think uh, this podcast is has eaten all of my money for a while, though. So, <laughs> right. it's all your fault, audience. I like you too much, and I don't even know if you exist yet. Wouldn't that be your fault then? Huh? If you like them too much? No, it's their fault. Their fault. Okay. Their fault. They're just so damn, so damn attractive and, and gregarious. So. <laughs> uh, we do have the best. We do have the, the most attractive, sweetest smelling audience in the world. I'll tell you that they, 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 they look amazing. Yeah. And we can't even see them. But my uh, mom always did say I had a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, not true, Mama. I love you. <laughs> I know she'll listen to my podcast. Right. So one thing I've you know noticed looking at that, as you pointed out, is um, the the ones who sold the most tended to engage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they would talk to people, they would react to them, they would call out something other than "Hey, come see my book." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they would be more proactive in getting in touch with people. I'm listening. And I'm composing in my head. Um, Bought one. Fuzzies? Oh, yes, I should probably get some caffeine in me. Here. <laughs> I uh, shall try the pitch black. I like it. Well, the record show that uh, we're that we're imbibing of Mountain Dew pitch black, not beer. Mm-hmm. Well, it's my house. I could drink beer if I felt like it. I know, but um, but this is a podcast. We're trying to be professionals here. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, not a lot of them were engaging. Mm-hmm. You know, we're reaching out. We're talking. We're you know a lot of them weren't talking to people about themselves. I think a lot of people were waiting for the other, like, waiting for the potential <coughs> targets to make the first move, which 
doesn't work. Um, right. Contrasting to the way I do it. Yeah. You've got. <laughs> and I, you, you did, came out pretty well. I mean, sell what? Ten or twelve books? Uh, about eight. Eight. Yeah. For That's a, not bad. Yeah. For, for a five, free con. For a free five-hour con, stuck slightly off the beaten path. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, out of the way, and an entry into a teen area. Mm -hmm. Oof, yeah, you know. I'll tell you what else I noticed. Um, the teen area librarian needs to work weekends. <laughs> no offense to library, uh, you know, Green County Library Center, but uh, I faced your shelves for you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, hmm. this was, I, I will say this, um, this was not an all-day con. Um, like, this was not an all-day attendance con. Um, yeah, or, or, or even a two-day con. Yeah, this is definitely not a two-day con. Um, I would love to see library con get turned into something that could be longer, but they would need... Honestly, they need more space in the library center provides this. They need more and varied panels. Yeah, yeah. I wish they we... had what three panels? They had an illustrator's panel, a Star Trek panel, and a writer's panel. They right. needed the opportunity to have other panels. Um, yeah. And they need more. And, uh, but the problem there is they need rooms well, to be able to have panels. I think they've got the rooms for panels. Mm -hmm. um, what they what they're lacking is proactive panels because what these panels are is our library uh, basically the library sets the panel up and then puts people on it yeah okay then yeah the, they need the, well, something that could be done to grow library con would be to say we have panel time yeah who wants to do a panel and I'll yeah. tell you library con if anyone listens to this I do a panel yeah I can um, do a panel on how to start a podcast I, I think I at least right now, I uh, might not be an expert on how to start a podcast, but the experience is fresh at the very least. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I didn't get a chance to see the writers panel. I wish I could have, because uh, that would have been that would have made for a very very good experience. I think. I wish I realized it was happening. I would have gone. Yeah. But uh, it was the same time we were getting lunch. Oh. Okay. So, but um, yeah, it's I, you know. Because the last one, last year's was very, very enlightening. Um, and I, I don't know, I don't know how many of the panelists, you know, in the current year's panel were full-time. Um, you know. I know the guy I was talking to at the end uh, there who had the very comic-y uh, cover. Um, yes. Um, the guy who was wearing, the, the, the bald guy wearing the kilt. Uh. Yeah, he, it was, it was uh, young adult fantasy. Which was, I, I think, uh, realm fantasy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he um, he uh, is apparently a full time teacher and part time writer, but he's published too. He's he is not self published. He is uh, he is publisher owned um, apparently. So interesting. Publisher owned. Well, no, like he, his books are. Uh, like like before you were self-publishing. Yeah, he's 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 published traditionally. Yes, he's traditional published. There's the word. Traditional published. 
through a small press? I have no idea, hmm. uh, but apparently he, his uh, book sells at the local Barnes and Noble, which makes me slightly jealous. But you know, um, thing well, is, you, know, you could probably get in there and sell the books. Nah, it's the return policy that uh, through CreateSpace and Barnes and Noble and CreateSpace. CreateSpace is Amazon, mm -hmm. so yeah, Barnes and Noble. <laughs> you know, boo hiss. Um, But I'm working on changing that. Um, that's not. But what I was looking at is um, they had Ian Irvin, who is um, who's got a couple of good books out. She's a good author. She is good at marketing. Mm -hmm. uh, I know she was good at. And we'll have to. Um, they have a couple. They got, um, and then um, Sarah Jude, who's right across from us. Mm -hmm. um, she's traditionally published and. She's got some power in her corner because um, she is represented by Miriam Chris, uh, who is a powerhouse in the as an agent in the publishing field. I'll take your word for it. I don't know. Miriam Chris was the one who originally queried me back in the day. Oh, yeah. She um, back when she was a young, hungry, uh, you know, hungry uh, agent, um, still looking, really looking, to, needing to. Um, you know, expand her client list. Um, so she's, you know, she's published by a pretty good size house. Um, so, you know, that's, that's not a piker. I don't know about the rest. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I don't know how many of them are full time. Um, because even somebody who's traditionally published and who has a, uh, uh, has an agent may still have to have a day job. Well, so, I'm hoping that next year I can be on those panels, because I, I think I, I I think I would make a, I think I, I could contribute. I'd, and I'd like to contribute. In a yeah, I write way. full time. Who else can say that? In this room? <laughs> yeah, who else can say? Well, more more than you might think. Yeah. Last year there were, I think there were a couple that were uh, that were New York Times bestsellers. Yeah. And I'm going. Oh, I read books. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with I write books. I make a podcast, right? So. <laughs> well, I, and I usually use that as a, uh, you know, as a um, by means of introduction when um, <laughs> I'm in. I'm on a panel with people who have, you know, oh yes, I have a doctorate in this, and I work for Doctors Without Borders, and in my spare time, I cure cancer, and, yeah, and and. and Raise and, and, and adopt puppies. Yeah, I grow cancer, adopt puppies, and and uh, you know, last week I saved the whales, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> you know, I, and thing is, I mean, it's it, it doesn't take much to outdo me. So you know, there like there's there's a lady who is a good friend of mine, and I, uh, so you know, she's like a project manager, and she's got a degree in something or other. And she's going to night school to learn to speak Korean, so she can go over there and teach Koreans how to speak English. And you know, and um, I'm sitting here going, "My God, what? You know, what? what uh, I was in college for three years, and then uh, I went to work for this one company for three years, and then about six months passed, and I went to work for another company, and, and then after the." Yeah, I'm going. Good God, 
you know, one work for another company and I saved them six billion dollars. Um, you got Shane Moore, you know. Yeah. Police officer stabbed in the line of duty. You know, there's a purple heart, you know, pinned to his chest with his own, in his own blood. You know, and then you come to me. Uh, I used to work and, uh, I'll yeah. edit that out. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. I, so. I used to work for, you know, for a major credit card company and used to, you know, uh, and then before that I, I worked in a new age bookstore. Yeah, it's simple to go, I write books because everyone laughs uh -huh. and remembers that shit. Yep. <laughs> it's being memorable, I think, is the real trick. Um, yeah. I will say I loved um, when, when I when, uh, something I really loved about the con uh, to sort of mm -hmm. uh, sort of refocus a little bit. Uh, no offense, but oh no no yeah, um, I really enjoyed walking uh, the stacks while this was happening. Um, mm -hmm. I was trying to find and ambush someone who. Had who had no idea that this was happening today, mm -hmm. just to get their take on things. Um, I tried two different people, and uh, one of them told me to, and I am quoting here, "fuck off." Um, <laughs> the other one just sort of glared at me. Um, obviously, I, I didn't get uh, releases. I didn't get actual official statements from them, but I can quote random person as having told me to fuck off. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I will say this. Um, as someone who grew up in, uh, in a library and would not be the person I would, that, I would, that I am today were it not for libraries, um, yeah. honestly, sometimes I wonder what would have what what I would have been if it, if I hadn't been in a library for a long time for you know like most of my formative years, uh, oh, yeah. but um, I will say this I really liked LibraryCon happening, um, and I would love for the for it to continue, mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, um, it was very distracting and detrimental, I think, to business as is typical for a library. Um, it was loud, it was rambunctious, it was off-kilter, it was weird, which I think is good because it gets, a, it gets people into, into the library. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, um, there were a number of people who were who who asked me what's going on, and I said, well, there you know, it's called, it's something called Library Con. It's a bunch of you know local authors, comic book you know authors, artists, etc. And they're like, what what are they doing here? And and I and I feel I felt for them. Yeah, yeah, I can see where we had a confusion. I felt for that for those people a lot because. It was as, you know, it, it was as off-putting, almost, if, if, if you will, as it was. Right. Um, but at the same time, it was, it was good and it was bad. Um, well, I, you know... I feel, like, I feel like the library should have warned people more. Um, yeah, I think they did as much as they could. Mm -hmm. um, the thing is, is that 
I yeah, I grew up I grew up in um, a little suburb outside of Cal outside of Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. We had one little library that I would, you know, I'd get on my bike and ride for, you know, for 20, 30 minutes to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually I would um, I would get you know check out the you know the honor books <laughs> you know the little, the little cheap paperbacks the conans and stuff like that um, and it was through that I learned a lot about research and you know the craft of writing um, and a lot of a lot of just the things that I know that helped me become a better writer um, and I think though as a teen um, on a day like today I would have loved to have seen I would have loved to have ridden up there on a Saturday and go oh my god look at this mm-hmm. because even if I didn't know what was happening didn't know what, what, what was happening if I had the opportunity to speak to a um, to speak to uh, you know, even a published author, even if they're you know still working eighty hours a week, <laughs> you know, I, I would have I probably would have learned a lot more about it uh, if I had known more about the publishing industry. I probably would have my whole approach would have changed much earlier. Um, so while it was it was I, I slightly differing, while it was loud, it was slightly discombobulating. I think it was necessary because what we also saw today were people who might not ordinarily be out of the library. Yeah, and that's a and that that is something that I like. Like I said, I think it was I, I think it was great. I do th- I I agree with you that it was necessary, mm-hmm. but I feel like the execution was poor. Uh, yeah, and I just. I'm willing to, I'm willing to overlook and even ignore that, mm. um, because business as usual, mm-hmm. um, business as usual, the status quo does not reach out to, because quite you know, let's face it, being a geek like ourselves like. You know, the people there. Yeah, the people even. That's why I was asking. You know, what does the word geek mean to you? That was my question for everyone. Yeah, and it, being that, being different, being a cosplayer, uh, a writer, an artist, um, any of those things takes immense courage because you are stepping outside the norm, um, and society, you know, conditions us to hide those talents under a bushel mm-hmm. <laughs> you know to, to get biblical um, to hide our talents away because they're not mainstream and I think today was our day was a day for those of us who believe differently mm-hmm. to um basically create that safe space yeah um, for those people who wanted to come out and pay come out and play mm-hmm. um, and 
if it was a little raucous, if it was a little discomforting for the average um, library goer, at least for dollar, you know, size, uh, what one dollar will buy. Mm-hmm. One weekend, um, let me try that again. Um, the, the value of what it did in that one weekend, that one day, far outstrips a few other people being a little confused as to what the hell was going on. Yeah. Um, because disrupting the status quo a little bit is necessary and it lends courage to those who need it. Yeah, I agree with you there. You're probably getting things about me, from me. Yeah, somebody mentioned me a comment, comment on Facebook, those bastards. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, responding to Michael asking why he's not in this episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, uh, <laughs> episode of opportunity. Yes, this this is by the way, as, as I'm saying, um, and I've probably said already because of because I think I'm going to have to verbally introduce this as well. Record a little intro. This is what I'm calling an episode of opportunity, um, where I think I've said this before. I might be repeating myself, but. Uh, Reality did, did not disengage before retreating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, reality didn't take a five foot step before they before running away. Um, <laughs> it was I. I uh, there were people. I had microphone. Things happened. Um, so. <laughs> uh, ben, do you have any final thoughts? Um, well, I got to see a lot of people that I wouldn't ordinarily see, so I think the value there is really high for me. Um, I, I would do Library Con even if it got in the way of a paying post, uh, or in, in the, even, if, even if I had to skip a paying, uh, you know, a paying opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, it means that much to me. Um, because... As you know, we both both pointed out, libraries super important. They are part of what makes us civilized. Um, you know, the conservation and preservation of knowledge, mm-hmm. uh, free distribution thereof, and what the what Val and Sarah uh, have done with this library con, both this year and next. Or last year and this year. Hopefully next year too. And hopefully next, yeah, <laughs> hopefully next. Um, when you look into my crystal ball, um, I, I think it's vital because it reaches out to a lot of people who might not otherwise be there. Helps to reinvigorate the library too. It really does. It really does. And I saw faces at that at that library con that I don't think I would have seen in a library otherwise. That's a uh point um, so yeah uh, my final thoughts are very similar um, as I said a few times go to your pub and go to your local public library if you are listening to this podcast then either you randomly stumbled across it um, or you are 
or you know you f you found it because I because of actual word of mouth or something along those lines. If you are if you've listened this far, then you obviously like what you hear, or you're glutton for punishment. <laughs> if you like what you hear, go to your public library. You can find books, you can find people, you can find things, you can find events that will help cater to this. If your library is any kind of good. If you haven't liked what you've heard, if you are glutton for punishment, the library has a very dry reference section full of tax law and, and tort, which will be right up your alley. Right. Uh, <laughs> But but in all seriousness, I, I I I like I said I I liked what it was. At the same time, I didn't I, I didn't like quite the execution of it, just because yeah. I feel like it bled too much into the stacks. Yeah. Um, I feel like that like like it should have had a little bit more of its own space. That was my major complaint. Not that it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love libraries, and will. It's one of the few things where, where people are like you should like and like and comment and share on Facebook about something about public libraries. I'll probably do it. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the few things that I will actually share and like and comment and try and vote up and and have people see in their uh, in their feeds in their pu in public consciousness because I. I would not be the same if it weren't for a library, and libraries are having a tough go of it right now yeah. because the internet is massive and has a lot of the things you would get at a, at a library. Right, except they have programs like the one that Val and, mm -hmm. and Sarah, uh, you know, that you know that they put on and, and yeah. Um, so the library is more than just books, though. It's a community center. Yeah, it, it really, really is. is. At least if it's being run halfway intelligently, right? And the library centers here in Springfield, Missouri, absolutely are big ups and shout outs to them, right? So I, I want to end with one thing really quick. Never underestimate how um, how important one word can one positive word can be. Um, young lady I met when I first published. Back in the day when I was doing, when I did my first uh, book signing at uh, Renaissance back in 2011, um, named Sarah. Um, best compliment I got today wasn't about my uh, cosplay, but was you were so much more confident than you were when I met you. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> when, you know, just being able to say something like that, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's where community builds you up. And I think that's I think that plays the importance of what you're talking about with library being a community center. Yeah. So. This is Neil Cordray and the one true Ben signing off for now. Please tune in next time for another episode of Eek Fanthology. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter R and the number seven. Ending theme is March of the Mind by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast or know someone who would, 
please consider sharing our content on your social media, leaving us a comment, or sending us an email. We read all of them. If you really enjoyed this podcast and would like to support the making of it, please consider supporting us on Patreon. A final thought. If books are complete worlds, then a library is a galaxy.